0: Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Chatting with Country. Today, I have on the line with me, my baby brother, Jeremy.
1: Hey, it's me. What's going on?
0: What's going on with you? How's today?
1: Today is wonderful. I mean, some peach jolly renters.
0: <laughs> peach jolly Ranchers. Yes. All right y'all, so today we are going to start something a little different. Um, Me and Jeremy always go back and forth about scripture and so it was just kind of a thought to start doing uh, Thursday Bible studies or just like a weekly Bible study. So if you guys got something that you want to talk about and you all want to jump in with us and talk scripture... Feel free to do so. Um, today, Jeremy is going to host this, and we are going to be speaking out of John chapter twenty, verses nineteen through um, twenty-nine. And then, I guess I'll read it. You want me to read it, and then we can just start talking about it. Or you want to?
1: Oh, you want to do? You just you only want to do nineteen through twenty-nine, or we well, can do all things you want
0: we can do the whole thing that's fine with me oh, well, I don't want to do read that. the whole thing yeah,
1: okay. okay go ahead
0: okay so we we don't focus on 19 through 29 because that part of the scripture talks more about just doubt and the doubt that we have as far as life period and so we can tie everything into it but that'll be like the area in which we focus in that sound a little better
1: Hmm.
0: Okay, so John chapter twenty verses nineteen through twenty nine. This is Jesus amongst his disciples. Okay, I won't go into the story. So I'll just read scripture real quick. So when it was the evening on that day, the first day of the week, and when the doors were shut where the disciples were, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, "Peace be with you." And when he had said this, he showed them both of his hands and his side. The disciples then rejoiced when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, peace be with you as the father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed or blew a breath on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, their sins have been forgiven them. And if you retain the sins of any, they have been retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples were saying to him, we've seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see in his hands the imprint of the nails, and put my finger into the place of the nails and put my hand into his side I will not believe after eight days his disciples were again inside and Thomas with them Jesus came the doors having been shut and stood in their midst and said peace be with you then he said to Thomas reach here with your finger and see my hands and reach here with your hand and put it into my side and do not be unbelieving, but believing. Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord and my God, Jesus said to him, because you have seen me, have you believed? Blessed are they who did not see and yet believed. May the Lord add a blessing to the reader, hearer, speaker of His Word. Amen. All
1: right. So, um, mm. so this is the doubting Thomas, which is the more popular term, um, or Didymus, which is I think Didymus is twin in Greek, and yes. Thomas is twin in Aramaic. Really, but he was a real popular character and it took me a while to even figure out who he was Um, but it seems like and it's a really good question is what made him so doubtful of what was being said from the disciples you know like what would make him did he think that would be impossible did he was there like a faith you know what do you think
0: I feel like it was definitely a faith that he was going off of because remember when Jesus was telling them, Okay, come on, follow me. You know, he, he was he was down, you know, to test some stuff up with Christ. Like that was his homeboy. But then right. somewhere in their conversation must have started growing and Jesus like, Okay, follow me, you know, we're about to go over here and do this and you know, at that time uh they was in a a territory where people didn't like them because it was conversion and stuff going on and so they were um trying to stay separated like christ was on his way to go die and so thomas was just starting to you know how you be in a situation and you start to look around and stuff ain't looking so good starting to look sketchy and so for Thomas, it was just kinda like, okay, this this ain't okay, follow you where? What are we gonna do? You right. know, and Jesus just like, come on, just just trust me. Thomas like, no, not with all this stuff that's going on. Right,
1: right, 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 right. Hmm.
0: That's understandable.
1: I just really I don't know too many, too much more about Thomas. Um, I do wanna back up, if you don't mind. Um, to to the beginning of it. The beginning of uh chapter twenty.
0: You want me to read it?
1: No, no, you ain't gonna read it. I mean I could just briefly talk about it. Um okay. it, it was in it it was during the dark time, it was the first day of the week, Mary Mag Mag Magdalene Mag- 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 <laughs> right? She went to the tomb, she saw the stone uh on the tomb was, was moved. So she uh called out to, to Simon Peter and the other disciple uh, it referred to the other disciple As the one Jesus loved which I want to talk about that and mm-hmm. and pretty much asked them you know what's going on he you know he's been taken so they came saw that uh he wasn't in there they didn't go in at first they saw uh the his linen that he had wore they eventually went in and found the uh the cloth that he had wrapped Jesus hair wrapped around his head it was actually uh folded up and put up on the ground where he was at and uh, when they left they went back to you know tell the others Mary saw she was crying outside the tomb and saw she looked in and saw two angels one they they I guess they said they were wearing white one was at the head where Jesus was and one was at the feet and pretty much asked her why did she weep you know and she just said hey they, take, they took my lord from me you know where did they put him and then she turned around and saw Jesus standing there but she didn't know it was him and he asked the same question. And uh she pretty much said, Hey, if they carried him away, tell me what tell me where he's at, I'll go get him. And uh Jesus pretty much called out her name and she responded in uh I think it's ravening, which means teacher airmen mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um so yeah, then so then that's when the news started spreading and um it got to well, he told her don't touch it because he had not ascended to his father and your father, God, and my God. And that's when we go into uh the Down Thomas story. So I am curious, who was this other disciple that Jesus loved? They never named him.
0: Well, I always thought they was talking about Peter.
1: Well, it says well, it says Simon Peter, which is one person.
0: Came running yeah and then to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and said to them right I just feel like it was just one of the other disciples I don't know why they didn't name her or whatever right. but I just I feel like it was just one of the other disciples that was with him
1: I'm really curious of that and well, if anybody listening knows let us know cause...
0: but too bad Wanda won't jump on the line with us because we definitely could put her on you know,
1: yeah, you know, I think that I think that's you know, yeah, I think that's kind of I'm trying to look it up now, um, I'm saying some people say it may have been John uh, yeah,
0: that's what they say it yes, says yes, it was John. Yeah that said it was probably John Everything leading to John Right All roads lead to John Jeremy Is that true? I mean we're in the book of John right now
1: (laughs) Stupid for me huh I I mean You know what I'm saying So Yeah but just the It's a lot for me to to wonder, you know, and this is when we go into um, what a lot of people believe that Jesus uh, descended into Hades or some people say descended into hell. You know, some people have that story where Jesus went to hell to get people or to save souls or it's, you know, it's 20 different stories of that, you know, during that time. It just it's just a lot and i just i wish i could look in between a lot of these passages because even these at the bottom well i'm not gonna say at the bottom because it may not be at the bottom of certain people pages but when it talked about jesus performed many other signs in the, presence, in the presence of his disciples which were not recorded in a book you know but it pretty much say hey Either, you know, believe it or they don't give you
0: these stories, yeah. They gave you these stories, right. and either you can you can take believe it for what it is or not, okay. right? But I feel like as we go through life, right, and we're being tested, a lot of the stuff that's in scripture we can definitely relate to. This tells us and shows us that life is still the same. It just changed by generations, right? right? People get smarter. You know technology came along etc etc right but the situations is still the same that's why god that's why christ had to die for us right that's why he had to come because god wanted to know the feeling like here i am this entity so great and so powerful but i don't know what it's like to feel sad or to stub my toe or to hit my funny bone right Right. so i had to send christ in the image of me to have those feelings, to carry those emotions, to know what it's like to be amongst the sick, to know what it's like, you know, um, to just be a friend to somebody, you know, to know what it's like to see what death look like and feel like. Do that make sense? So I had to send him right, so that I can know what's going on. That's a loving God, right? And so the each situation that's in here, you take it at face value. I don't care if you're reading the Quran or, or whatever, scroll or the Sea Scrolls or, or whatever you're reading, right? You're going to take that as it is and you're going to take from it what you need. And if you don't need all of it, you ain't going to take all of it. Right? You're going to leave some, but you're going right. to take with you what you need. And so then to go back to and Thomas, right? He was saying um, to them, but God made it recognizable for Thomas because Thomas was just like you know um, if if I don't see it for myself basically then I'm not believing that I need to see his hands I need to see the imprint I need to be able to put my finger in his side I want to see where they put the nails at right so when Jesus started talking to him he hit him with everything that he asked for it's not in the same order but he hit him with everything that he asked for so that he can what know that it was him you ever been you know sitting in a car or asking for some type of sign or Lord reveal this to me in this way and it might not have been in the way that you said but it could have been something that you previously said you might like rainbows or you might look at birds you know and God sent it in that way that was recognizable for you to allow you to know that it's him because again he's this entity right he can't come stand in front of us and talk to us but he can definitely send vessels to do it for him. Does right. That makes sense?
1: Yep. That's true.
0: To make it believing unto you, right. right? To fit who you are. I can't go out there and, and get Jennifer or Jamal, you know, and, and send it in the way that I would try to reach Jeremy. Because they're going to be like, what? Oh, that one for me. That's like people who prophesy. You know, and they bring a word and you look at them like, what? None of that makes sense. But it might don't make sense now, but maybe 10 years down the line it makes sense. Right. But you'll remember what they said. So then when it's revealed to you, it's like, okay, I can get that. But it's okay to doubt some stuff because the Bible tells you to test all things. And so Thomas wasn't wrong. And they called him Doubting Thomas. But it's like, was he really doubting? No, he just needed some hardcore facts. You gonna show me?
1: Right. I ain't gotta That's believe true. what
0: you saying. That's true. Jeremy, you do it all the time. You are a fact oh, yeah. checker. That. Yeah. You're a fact checker. You know, you just don't get to pull no wool over my eyes and tell me anything. I wanna know. And so Thomas wasn't wrong for what he said. But once Jesus showed him, what did he say? Okay.
1: That's all I needed. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I will say that. it. I can't really act like Thomas was like, eh, y'all still lying. So that's pretty cool. You're right. I agree. I agree. That's just, that's an interesting story. I love, I love the ending of that scripture because that also plays in other parts of the Bible when people, um, some people, I'm not going to say all people, some people look for these detailed stories about every single situation on a day to day basis and when it does not amount to that they automatically think that it's all a lie and it's like okay some of it is perception I can't say that the whole bible is a lie I can't say that somebody saw something somebody believed in something and somebody knows something so I can't say that that entire thing is a lie I think when the bible says you know, study thyself, be known like you have to take time out to study this or talk about it or tap into it. That's up to you to tap into that part of your spiritual side and your frequencies. Um you can't rely on everybody else to teach you because I believe it's more false prophets than it is prophets. So Thomas right up my alley for me. Y'all lying. I throw that out quick. Lies they like, it's raining. You're lying. Let me go look.
0: <laughs> you
1: know, you're lying. Because what they saw could have been something mm-hmm. false. It, that is possible. They're mm-hmm. false prophets. You know, how many people we know that try to carry around God's name for their own personal gain? We see it all the time. We see it That's like, like saying, that. every church ain't good. Sorry. You know, and I've had talks with some close people And I, and a common question I say is Do you ever doubt the people who try to preach to you Pray for you Talk spiritual stuff to you Do you ever doubt them Because I don't see very very many people Either Fact checking, cross examining Interviewing Whatever, a person who Tries to talk to them spiritually I got a lot of questions If I don't know you And our energy just ain't on point you know I'm a big fan of uh, energy and frequencies and chakras and stuff if it ain't if I ain't feeling it I got a lot of questions but once I hit the ones I need to know the answers to and I'm out of there you you know me I'm mm -mm.
0: well but too usually you know like you said you can feel a person's energy so once you start so you want to go to a church you don't know what church to go to right Hmm, some situations happen in some other areas, you know. And, and God sent a few people to drop that warning. Hey, don't be involved in that in that, you know, ministry right there. You don't want no part of that. Something ain't right, you know. You know what I'm saying? And right. and yet you still you keep going because you gotta see it for yourself. And so then you go and you see it for yourself, and it's just like, dang, so and so was right. Or Another example, you know, you watch people for who they are. And do I want to associate with your ministry? Because I'm sitting there and I watch what you're doing, you know, and do I really want to put myself up under you, knowing that you're about to go out and, you know, your wife and, you know, all this other stuff. But then too, we have to be careful with judgment. Because right. God to use the man on Tenth Avenue sitting asleep, you know, get up, standing, laying at the liquor store to send you a word. And are you gonna discredit that word because of what he looked like?
1: Oh, that's why it's important to have that spiritual side. Like you gotta yeah. you gotta you gotta like um this is my opinion, you know, the trinity of yourself, you know, the mind, the body. The spirit or soul is is has to has to be working together in order to be able to detect certain stuff like imperfections or false prophets or just, you know, bad energy or bad people or good energy and good people, you know. Um So you what gotta, are some
0: ways you would suggest like for us to try to connect with themselves?
1: Um, number one, you gotta keep your mind busy. Not busy as with, with mess. It's important to either read or some educate yourself some somehow some way um uh, find hobbies find things that you really genuinely love and just recently like on a last podcast i spoke about um i'm just really starting to tap into a bunch of things that i really want to do because uh physically it's good for me it's good exercise it keeps my blood flowing which is part of that the body part of that trinity the body got to have good blood flow um it is important to get some form of exercise to eat certain foods to consume certain things make sure you're drinking water make sure you're uh stretching make sure you're getting as much rest as you can um the mind you have to stay up to date on things you have to keep your mind going learning learning reading um you, it, it, you have to exercise it it's just like a a muscle you have to keep doing it you know imagine we look at the uh, homework that our kids got, and they're seven, eight years old, and that stuff is not necessarily super hard, but it could wear you out if you haven't practiced some of that stuff since you were young. You know, it's not really the lack of knowledge; you just haven't exercised that tool or exercised that muscle per se. So now you have to deal with relearning it or riding a bike. You know, I used to be able to ride a bike with no hands, pop wheelies. Now I can get on one. Now I don't know about you know what I mean? I don't really know. I'm going to hit him with a down Thomas. I don't think that Willie really is in my, you know, within arm's reach. I really just don't. I wouldn't even do that. You know, I'd be a TikTok video. I ain't got that type of time. Right? But at one point in time, I exercised that skill. So being able to do the physical part, the mental part, um, and the spiritual part. And spiritually... Everybody's different, so I can't really have a super guide to how to exercise your spirit. That's something that you really have to do within, because everybody's uh, way of exercising that is just totally different. It's just, but that's that's something that you and God have to actually work out. But it's something you have to be willing to do. But if you're working in all three, then you tend to function better because you got all you got you got the three trinities that that's firing off at the same time.
0: So, what happens when doubt step in and you trying to keep all of these things aligned? What do you do?
1: So, just my opinion, when doubt step in, um, it's it's that faith. It's hard to have faith, just like Thomas had, because mm-hmm. to him, that probably made no sense. You know, um, as you start to educate yourself, you start to learn things, and I do it myself, there are a lot of things that you doubt because if you're a person like me who tries to look up every single thing I can when I don't know um, you become confident in your own intelligence you know to the point where if you have anything to counter what you believe to be true is automatically false in your mind or not practical Um, there has to be an understanding that things will not always add up you know your understandings are not my understandings coming directly from God there's some things that you just not going to understand a common one is death a lot of people don't understand it so it's hard to face Um, but in doing that you have to have the understanding that things may not always go your way with us having free will some things we're doing are not the will of God or it may just be something we crave for we could pray for beg for and God won't give it to us because it's not for us to have so that's that's a, just a totally different level of spirituality and having that understanding to be comfortable enough that no matter how ugly the situation is, that God is in control of it. And it may not add up to you. But like you said, you may have a guy that's an alcoholic on 10th Avenue that you think is just a total bomb. But the whole time that's God sent him as an angel to talk to you every other day to see how you're going to treat somebody. And I talk about it all the time. I call people bots. I'm like a lot of these people are not people these are bots, these people were sent For all I know, they were never born, they appeared <laughs> you they know appeared. what I'm saying God sent yeah, them, they Jesus appeared.
0: appeared in the room right? They that's appeared. what it says, he, he, he came he came Just, in and they, and they got up out of them and the doors were shut and he right. stood in a mist and told them to peace be still peace so, be with you, I mean <laughs> so if you
1: he can do that and, and we are made in his image there are people walking this earth that I believe ain't were never born they popped in today you saw them one time and they popped out they turned the corner and disappeared as strange as that makes sound to some people it makes sense to me it happens man i'm not come on now look what i do for a living i've seen some stuff that just did not add up and again when you get to that doubt that's when the faith in god goes in a place and What I mean by faith, not faith that he will do what you said you want it done because you can't boss him around. You can't punk him, and nor can you change his will. So that's not happening. So a lot of people, to go a little bit off subject, run away from I'm not even gonna say Christianity. I'm gonna say spirituality or or belief. Because they believe that all they have to do, what we said, all you have to do, all I have to do is pray, want it, have it in my heart, and then God gonna give it to me. Read the rest of the scripture. It gives you the desires of your heart according to his will. It's funny how a lot of spiritual leaders throw that first part out, leave the second part. Throw the first part out, ask you for a bunch of money, leave out the second part. Throw the first part out, look sexy and cool in a Gucci, Fendi, Louis, and everything else, lead the second part out, have you out here looking like a bum. But if your heart does not, I'm sorry, if his will does not match your heart, vice versa, then you won't get it. You can want whatever whatever like some people want to be rich some people want a lot of money but what is considered rich because there are some people that are way wealthier than us that can't stay in their life more people commit suicide who have money than poor people not to say that money or finances or riches or whatever you want to call it does not help you in life i'm not discrediting that at all it plays a, a part in living because we are still in the world you could be not of the world but you can be in the world it is what it is you, you we're here so it does contribute but you have to find out what the true happiness is a guy today said his uh his wealth and his riches falls into good healthy living for him that's what he feels because he said the same thing you can have all the money in the world if the banks close tomorrow we're all equal
0: we all on the same playing field. We're all on the same. For me, the me same that's the what field. I feel like it says. Yeah. The first will be last. Uh, to me, that's yeah. what it means. All Somebody of the people that's high that. and mighty, you gonna well, come down to the same playing field. You don't have was, a choice. Yeah, it was a, um, it was a question in my manifestation journal, and it was like, "What does success look like to you?" And uh, you know, the first thing that came to mind was stability. Yeah, I'm stable. That's success for me. Yeah. I, you know, and and somebody would probably be like, "You crazy!" But for me, to know that I'm stable, yeah. I, I'm successful, I'm rich in that, I'm rich in stability. You know, right. do you want a little bit more? Or whatever, yeah, everybody do. So what? But if this right. is it, then okay, you know, okay,
1: right. To give to piggyback off that, I remember it was a time. And I'm sure anybody listening can relate to this, especially if you have moved into a different financial bracket in your life. There was a time where I made $7 an hour and I saw the people making $15 an hour and thought they were rich. I'm like, dang, yeah. I wish I had a fourth focus or I wish I had this, this, then, the third. And then I moved up into that level and got comfortable and then looked up again and said, dang, I wish I made $20 an hour because... You make $20 an hour doing I'm this that yeah and it gets you keep going and keep going and it keep going and it's almost like a sense of greed yeah. like you'll never the amount of money you'll never be happy you can't it ain't enough stuff you can buy to be totally happy just buying stuff that don't get it twisted I'm not saying that money cannot bring happiness I'm saying that money is not the answer for all sadness <laughs> about that Right. <laughs> that's a better that's way to good. say it. it's not the answer for all sadness money can bring happiness because and things that you can purchase can put you in better places and look a certain way or feel a certain way so i can't discredit that slogan that money can't buy happiness yeah okay whatever it can but it cannot fix all sadness the happiness and joy have to come within you with the money or without the money you know, without buying stuff, with buying stuff, it has to be able to apply to both. You know, so, yeah, but the guy said that and it made all the sense. He said he, he's about to turn 60. He just want healthy living. And I'm noticing the older I get, I'm starting to appreciate stuff. Yeah. And it's going to seem kind of dumb, but whatever. Like, I love the fact that I can blink my eyes and I ain't got no eyelash, up. Because the last time I got an eyelash, I was driving and almost, I almost crashed the car. Come on, man. you know, <laughs> It's just certain things. It's just certain things like when you catch a cold and you can't breathe out of both nostrils, you be like, God, just give me one. Just give me one nostril, please. You know, when you sick, you be begging for your temperature to go down or just to be able to breathe to stop coughing. It just be little stuff, man, that that it don't seem like much until you can't do it. So you know, I'm with you like with success and things like that. Like mine is more It's the same thing. Stability. Um, I want to be able to give my family. A better advantage in life financially. To not have to have the same stresses. As I had. As far as being able to buy this. Pay this. That's just one less thing. But I also. In a success. I would really love for my family. To be able to tap into that trinity. uh, Within themselves. You know. To be able to fire on those frequencies. To have a solid relationship with God. When I get into that then that would be considered success. But, you know, every day I wake up I'm able to come do do what God put me here to do as far as my career that he got me locked into to um be a great father, husband, brother, son, friend and whatever other title. I'm successful to me. Mm-hmm. I don't need a million dollar house and that stuff cool, but it's a miserable millionaire. And
0: all that. Yeah.
1: So, it's a miserable meal. Great
0: peace. Um, let me go and and bring us back to Downton Thomas because I just want to go back to the end where it says Jesus said to him because you have seen me. Because you have seen me. Have you believed? We all have had those moments. And I, and I say we all because we all had unexplainable moments. And you know... Even if you're not a believer, you got to put push credit somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Which then make you a believer in something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's true. So, because you've seen me, some of this stuff that I done went through in my life, you know, like when I was on 25th and them dudes pointed that gun in that car to my face, he could have pulled the trigger, but God kept me, Right. Now, I don't know what happened to them afterwards because it got a little heated, but that could have been it for me. And I was just in my 20s, right? right. But I seen the face of God. And so, it, it and there's many other moments, you know, where it was just like, but God was there. When Xander broke away from me and ran out that gangway and the earth stood still, time froze. Okay, the leaf was out the corner of my eye, in slow motion. You know the story, right? Right. The leaf was falling in slow motion.
1: <clears throat>
0: that is miraculous. Yeah, I believe. Right. And right. so it say, "Blessed are they who did not see, and yet I they still, still believe, believe. Yep. and they still believe." So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot of bigger pictures to to life, and it's on us. Right, God gave us the choice to believe in him or not. You can deny him, but at the end of the day, it says every knee gonna bow, every tongue gonna confess. So when you at the end and your eyes about to close and your lips will be sealed shut,
1: you're gonna have a choice
0: to make. You still gotta go to him. You know, and God gonna say, That will be done, and you can go into the gates of heaven, or he gonna say, That will be done. And you can go into the gates of hell. The choice is yours. I agree. You got any last words? I don't. Well, I thank you for joining me tonight. This was some really good stuff. It was. You want to take us out?
1: <laughs> I do. <laughs> <You> be nice.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Um. If you believe in me, I believe in you. <laughs> what you be saying? <laughs> oh, never mind. Okay, I got it. Okay, if you're hanging out with me, I'll hang in there with you. Peace. All right, let's make a-